Welcome to Career Pod, brought to you by Transition Solutions. Your host for today's episode is a member of the Career Pod team, Mr. Gary Walrap. Today we're here with Julie Richmond Blackburn, uh, an experienced college admissions professional. Welcome to Career Pod. Thank you for having me, Gary. I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate your contribution, uh, and uh, we'd like to. Uh, <clears throat> get started here and uh, if you could tell me you know briefly about a little bit about your early life and your educational preparation for this field. Um, Certainly it's kind of an interesting story. Uh, I had kind of skipped college when I was younger and dove right into having a family and then when my kids were a little bit older I started um, going back to classes part-time and started doing work study and in the course of my work study experience, I uh, started working for student life and became more and more familiar with the college. And slowly but surely, as I attended classes and started going full time, um, I was recruited by the college to end up working full time for the college in a variety of different departments. So it was a long journey. I ended up getting my bachelor's degree and um, started out working with career services moved on to mission support, and ended up somehow in admissions. First, tell us about your work as a a counselor. Uh, Well, I have the opportunity to meet prospective students, both on high school campuses and when they come into Quincy College and they're trying to make choices about what they want to do. Sure. So that's definitely, I'm glad you brought that up because that's one of my favorite parts about the position, is getting to know people and hear what they want to do and try to align their goals with what academic path they should choose. What can be, what can be problematic in that uh, recruiting? Well, sometimes it can be challenging in the sense that people come in and they've decided, for example, that they want to be a nurse, and yet they don't have a strong background in math and science. Sometimes their professional goals don't align with their academic abilities. And at which point I will talk to them and we'll discuss, are you looking for something that's stable? Are you looking for something rewarding financially, or are you looking for a way to help people? And so we try to take a look at what their end goals are and align their professional goals and therefore their academic goals with what they need to do. So that can be challenging from time to time. Sometimes it can be tough because I want to counsel people, but I need to be careful not to overstep and go beyond what I am able to do. There's a number of situations where I need to direct students to an academic advisor. So I've had to worry. I I have to be mindful of keeping within the perimeters of my responsibilities and doing that to my fullest ability. But sometimes I need to turn the ball over to someone that has a little more experience. Well said. The other thought that comes to me, Julie, is uh, how strongly you must identify with with students, being you were a student uh, and now you're an employee. Uh, how does that all work? Well, I was a student, and a number of our students are coming back to school midlife. Right. I am also the parent of someone that is college age, so yes. it gives me a great sense of satisfaction to help people in his age group. So yeah. it's very rewarding for me, both working with people coming back and also working for people that are my own age. That's great. Now, um, uh, any, any college today has to really do outreach to identify the appropriate students and... Um, get out in the community and and speak with people. Um, uh, Have you done any of that? 
Oh, I do a lot of that. Um, I've worked with Mainspring. That's the organization that works with Father Bills. Um, I go to Mass Hire and work um, with the people that are dealing with um, transitions in their careers. I also go to local high schools, both uh, public high schools and also private high schools, and work with their students there. It's one of my favorite parts of the job is getting out into the community and working with people that might not end up coming to our school, but still talking about where they're at and how we can help them. Yes, it may not be the right school for them, but, uh, you know, as you say, your job is to maybe even identify that and uh, encourage them to take another path. Uh, you know, that's that's a true professional in admissions uh, when you have that type of situation. And, and I imagine you do on occasion. Yeah. The college community. You know, most schools have a lot of different activities, student life programs, athletics. Uh, I I know many of them uh, have exercise, uh, physical health programs uh, for their students. Uh, Do you do any of that? Oh, we have a lot of um, different activities available on the campus, and I participate in as many of them as I can. Our student development department has done some really fascinating um, presentations on substance abuse, and I've helped out with some of those. I think we just showed a movie um, in their shoes a couple of months ago, and I was able to help put that together and promote it. Um, I also help out with Wayne Westcott's exercise science program. He has different presentations that he does for the community and for our students. Um, I've attended Steve Dooner's drama presentations and I'm working with the assessment committee and still figuring out what that means. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of different things going on. Yeah, assessment uh, is always a challenge in that, uh, yes. you know, there's a lot of gray areas in there. And you try to quantify it and assess yes. how your teachers are doing, how you, your uh, students are doing. But uh, that can be challenging. That is really helpful. I, I don't think I realized how important it was. And I, I definitely is a forefront of my position in admissions. And I value it more than I ever did. The area of emerging technology in recruiting students, what do you find? <laughs> what do you find, uh, you know, that's it's important, either the Internet or maybe even some future approaches to recruiting students? Well, I think that we can't underestimate you got to pay attention to the times. And so Zoom is huge. Anything that allows face-to-face interpersonal interaction in real time with students, even though they're not in the same room, is going to be, is going to have a huge impact in our job going forward. Um, In terms of technology, just being able to do the email campaigns and be able to do the chat where if someone has a question, that's just a quick question, they can go right to our website and, contact an admissions advisor or someone in the registrar's office and get an immediate answer to them. Okay. To it. <clears throat> you would pick up yeah. the phone and just yeah. talk talk to the potential student. That's right. great. Do you find students uh, will do that? It, it, yeah. People are definitely becoming more well-versed in using um, the internet to communicate. And they're also becoming really used to being able to get answers very quickly. Do you have any thoughts about um, how they think about the world? I don't know how they think about the world. I do know if we're going to talk a little bit smaller, it's a lot more effective to text message them than to email them. And that if you're sending someone a message, you want to keep it brief and to the point. Um, How they see the world certainly is they want results. Um, They're very 
uh, results-oriented. Hence, a lot of nursing students, a lot of people that are coming in that are looking for, they don't want to just go for a program, they're going for a career. Um, and it will be very interesting to see with the current time what impact that has on people coming in. And also, the other change is going to be online learning. It's going to be very interesting to see the impact of, of intensive online learning on the population, and I have yet to see what, what that's going to do. Sure. Uh, the um, the experts say it's going to become stronger and stronger. Uh, oh, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, the uh, and and your your college is working on improving that aspect of things. I since we just rolled out an entirely online platform two weeks ago, I certainly hope hope so. It kind of levels the playing field and really makes edu- education accessible to everyone. So I'm really excited about the future. Great, and you deal with uh, uh, students coming out of high school, uh, but also mid-career people. Uh, how do you find, is there a difference in counseling with those two groups? Well, yeah, because mid-career people can often be a little nervous and a little overwhelmed about coming back to school and a little intimidated. It's been 20 years since I've taken a math class, and now I say the words placement test to them. Whereas someone coming in from high school can some have a little more confidence, but also not be as informed. They haven't been as informed by their experience in the world. They can be a little um, blind to the realities of the workforce. And we do everything we can to prepare them for them, prepare them for their journey, and make sure that the choices they're making are grounded in reality. That's great. The uh, and I know uh, your your college has a number of uh, sort of not only the work study but the internship programs that the students can take advantage of and you do you encourage oh, that that's huge yes that's really 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 exciting we do a number of those especially a lot of our programs are in professional programs and also in our sciences our phlebotomy and our surgical tech you can't finish the program without having worked in the field same thing with early childhood education. So that's really exciting. And we encourage people to explore actually working in the field of study before they they move forward and try to get a degree in their field of study. In the um, PTA program, you actually have to work in a PTA office before you can before you're accepted into the program. Excuse me, what is a PTA office? Um, physical therapy assistant. Oh, so you okay. need to go into work in, as in physical therapy. We actually had a student that applied to um, for the program that right. when they started the program was horrified to discover that they actually had to touch patients. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh my why gosh. they added that to the application requirement. Oh, that's that's funny. I would imagine you have a very diverse student population. Uh, how have you dealt with that? I love working with the BPS, and I love our diverse student population. Um, Working with a diverse student population has made me appreciate more the challenges that students face coming from other countries. I mean, I'm sitting down working with students that just got to the United States six months ago, and their grasp of the English language and... It is honestly amazing. I can't even begin to imagine going to China or Russia and starting to study an accounting program in an entirely different language. So I have a new respect for our diverse student population. Um, I really appreciate working with students from the BPS. 
Um, they have not always been as prepared academically as some of our students from other school districts. The BPS doesn't have as much money as other school districts, and yet they come in willing to work. Excuse um, me, Julie. Is BPS, is that Boston Public Boston School? Boston Public Schools, yes. Okay. Yes. so We have a very close relationship with Boston Public Schools, and I value those students quite a bit. Sure. Um, we work with a lot of support organizations from Boston um, that also support those students, and we're lucky to have that support. Yes, uh, and those relationships with community organizations uh, is, must be quite important in terms of yeah. recruiting. Yes, very valuable. How do you get satisfaction in your job? Just maybe touch on a couple of positive things. Um, I get satisfaction in my job working with my students from the day they come into the door and getting to know them as they go through their journey and being a graduate from the college and move on to their next step. Um, that's remarkably satisfying. Getting to know um, other members of the college community that work at the college has also been huge. I've learned so much from my colleagues. And um, rising to the challenge of being able to um, lead tours and collaborate with faculty and actually sit in on classes has also been rewarding, and I've had the chance to learn quite a bit. That's great. Uh, and I know uh, a high point for any college year is that graduation day. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you get to see, as a part of the administration, I, I imagine you would attend and you would get to see that line of students graduating, getting their diplomas, and many of them you, you had uh, recruited. Oh, yeah. It's really exciting to watch students graduate, like I said, and, and watch them move on to their next steps, whether it's a career or additional education. Right. Um, and getting to say hi to them and, and watch them as they post next to the flag or meet their family, it's definitely one of the most exciting days of the year. I understand that uh, your college has done very, very well in terms of placement of your graduates. Um, yes. In fact, you, you're recognized for some by some major... Uh, uh, organizations and, and federal bodies on doing that. Uh, I commend you on that, and uh, I hope you, your school can continue to do that. Uh, yeah. In the area of satisfaction, uh, you know, you had said that your children were active in the campus as well. Uh, that must be somewhat uh, rewarding and gratifying to see your students progress, I mean, your children to progress as students. It's really gratifying. It's a little scary when your son is in someone's class that's a friend of yours. <laughs> but so far, it's gone really well. Yeah. So you have... He really enjoys it, and I also know the teachers. I know the professors. And one of the great rewards of working in, in colleges is being yes. able to send your child um, to school for either greatly reduced tuition or tuition right. free. So that, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a, that's a great benefit. Um, um, for someone who, you know who's considering a career, it's it's one of the perks that we we often overlook, uh, and I'm glad that that's working well for you as well, Julie. Um, now, in terms of uh, frustrating parts of the job, we all have frustrations. Uh, maybe you could reflect on on some things that are difficult for you. Um, paperwork. I have learned through experience that you want to submit your paperwork as soon as you need to because there's nothing worse than going back to something three months prior and realizing you need to get it done. Um, 
sometimes limitations. For example, like I mentioned before, I work in admissions. Sometimes I want to advise people. I want to help them pick out their classes, but that's beyond my personal scope. So sometimes it's it's challenging to pass something over to a, a colleague of mine, but that's also really important that I recognize that there are only certain things that I, I should address with students. Um, so yeah, there are certainly challenges in the job, but it's like anything else, it's a learning curve. I understand. And wearing many hats as you do, that in mm -hmm. itself requires some some management. Uh, and oh yeah, there's a lot of juggling. I, but I tend to thrive for the most part on that. I mean, sometimes it can be frustrating because no matter what you're doing, you feel like you're doing something else. But the way to deal with that is to just prioritize and maybe work a little extra time. Naturally, your school will have a website, but uh, most colleges today have what's called a portal. Uh, what is mm -hmm. the difference between a website and a portal? Well, a website is a broad-based place that people land when they're just looking for information. So if you went onto the Internet and said um, surgical technology, one of the, the links that might come up might be quincycollege.edu. And you could would go to the website, <clears throat> and you would see a variety of different departments. There's a tab for tuition and um, financial aid. There's a tab for um, student services. There is a tab for international. There's all different tabs. And it's kind of a big overview of all the different programs, certificates, offices of the college. The student portal is intended for students that are either planning to take classes or are taking classes and has more specific information. So it will have information about how to waive your health insurance. It will have specific information about when classes are offered um, and what you need in order to take those classes. Um, it is where you go to register for classes. And in order to use the student portal to register for classes, you need to have applied to the college. So the student portal is definitely more for current students, whereas the website is more for people considering attending the college. Okay, you had touched on international students. Uh, uh, does your school have a, a, a large uh, population of international students? Yes. Um, I wouldn't really, I think proportionally, I don't know that you would use the word large. I don't know the answers, but our international population certainly brings a really special diversity to the campus, and our international student office is one of the most welcoming departments on the campus. They do a great job with both our international students and our students from right down the street. They're very welcoming. The most important pieces of advice that you would give to someone considering a career in college admissions, what would that be? Well, it sounds really corny, but liking people is really critical. And liking all different kinds of people, being able to sit back, shut up, and really hear what someone is trying to say to you so that the advice that you're giving them is, is realistic and is based on who they are, not, not what you think you're hearing, but actually where they're at academically, personally, professionally. Um, really liking people, really being comfortable speaking to large groups of people. Ah, um, I see. Do you do that? Do you, speak, do you do that? Do you go out and talk to, to large groups? Yeah, that's really fun. Um, it definitely, practice certainly helps. Um, but I organize and lead tours of students that are coming to visit the campus. And that's certainly something I'm going to miss while we are not on campus. But <clears throat> being able to 
work with students and meet people, being able to be outgoing, being able to juggle a lot of different responsibilities, um, being proactive, being able to step up and take responsibility um, and work independently. These are all really important skills for someone considering admission. Sure. Um, the, uh, the the idea of maybe uh, an interesting or funny or exciting stories that you would would like to share about your your workplace. Uh, not to put you on the spot, but if something comes, to, <laughs> if something comes to mind, if something comes to mind about a funny story or exciting story, uh, maybe some uh, really great story about an admissions particular scenario with admissions of a student. That would be nice to hear. There was a situation that wasn't admissions to a student um, every year on, I think, in, in the middle of winter, there is a SAT day where a lot of high schools want to send their senior class to colleges while their juniors are taking PSATs. And I have a very hard time saying no. So long story short, we ended up with a tour of 100 prospective students from the BPS. And one of the schools that was there, and I will not mention the name of the school, did not have very active chaperones. The chaperones were kind of sleeping in the corner during lunch while the students went a little crazy and actually ordered their own pizza while we were in the process of having pizza delivered to everyone and ended up lobbying the pizza back and forth down the hallway. Oh, um, gosh, sure. But, you know, I've actually met students from that group Yes. that ended up coming to Quincy College. So, I mean, when you've got 100 kids in the house, sometimes yeah. things are going to go wrong. you just got to kind of learn how to bear with it, call security, and stay calm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, security is important on, on most campus today, uh, unfortunately, yeah. with some, some of the things... Uh, that do happen, but um, uh, as a uh, member of the administrative staff, do, are you ever do you get any training in security? Um, no, but we work um, on the first floor, and so there's a lot of security very close to us. We're directed that if there's ever anything questionable, to make a call immediately. And whenever there's been any student or um, member of the community that makes us uncomfortable, we make a call. I've had to tell people that not to come into the admissions office unless they have business in the admissions office. We've had some people that kind of got in the habit of coming in all the time because I guess we were just a stop on their route. But honestly, I've never felt threatened or in any way like I was in an uncomfortable situation. Sure. Um, Julie, uh, throughout your career, uh, what role, if any, has luck either good luck or bad luck played in your career? I've been really lucky just with the people that I've had the opportunity to meet and the way I've met them. Like I referenced before, I started out working in student development and had the privilege um, of getting to know some awesome people in that department. I had the opportunity to work with our head of career services where I learned quite a bit and was recruited from there over to mission support. So it's just been lucky that I've had such a great chain of people that I've gotten to know as I've continued my career. Well, it sounds like you're pretty proactive, too. Uh, you know, do you find that um, in developing your career, you know, you had to take some chances and you had to, um, you know, overcome some things? 
it took, I mean, I applied for the admissions job six years before I actually ended up in admissions. So you just have to keep going. If that's what you want to do, then you just keep moving forward towards it and keep applying, keep doing what you need to do to get where you want to be. And also keep in mind that other opportunities might come up that you might, you need to be open to them. Well, Julie, I want to thank you for the, for the wonderful uh, story uh, about the college and about being in, in administration uh, in admissions at, at a college today. I think this will be beneficial to people who are considering that, that career. And uh, once again, uh, thank you for your uh, terrific work. I appreciate the chance to speak to you. And I uh, hope I get to talk in the future. Let me know if you have any additional questions. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And have a great day, Julie. Take care, Gary. You too. Bye-bye.